G'day, T-Bone. How are you, mate? G'day, Adzi. How are you? Yeah, I'm pretty good, mate. Uh, you want a beer? Ooh, yeah. What have you got there? Well, mate, I got a nice cold can of Cheeky Monkey Brewing Company's West Coast IPA, 6.5%. Where'd you get that, mate? Well, funnily enough, I was just up at the Cheeky Monkey Brewery production facility in Vass, in the industrial area up there, and, uh, mate, not only are they making bulk amounts of quality beers and canning them up, but you can sit down, order a little wood-fired pizza, and uh, get a frothy one out of the keg straight off the wood, mate. Jeez, Adzi, that sounds like an endorsement deal to me. Well, a matter of fact, it is, my good friend. Uh... I'm proud to announce that this next episode of Barreled Surf Podcast is brought to you by the good folk at Cheeky Monkey Beer. It's a quality local brewery here in the southwest, just like us, and it's pumping out some delicious frothy beers. Wow, Adji, it sounds like you sold yourself out for a couple of beers, mate. Of course I bloody have, T-Bone. You should know me better than that by now. <laughs> but uh, not just any beer, mate. It's got to be a Cheeky Monkey. Thanks for tuning in. This is Barrel Surf Podcast. My name's Adzi. Uh, I'm sitting in the shed here this afternoon. Got a couple of young frothing grommets from across the paddock in the uh, by the name of Otis North and Remy North. Otis, how are you, buddy? Thanks for coming in. I'm pretty good, Hads. Yeah, that's the way. And Remy over there. G'day, Remy. Hi, Ads. How are you? Yeah, bloody good, mates. Hey, uh, I got you guys in just for a little quick uh, chat because uh, yesterday... You had the first state round for the juniors for West Australia, is that right? Yeah, state round um, down at Margs. Yeah, and uh, mate, the waves were bombing. Uh, I'm sure there was waves on Saturday, but I just saw some photos and stuff on uh, yesterday on Sunday, and it looked like it was six to eight foot and offshore, and uh, looked like it was absolutely pumping. Yeah, well, it started off small on um, Saturday and then rose up a bit, and then on Sunday it was a lot bigger. Yeah, sick. And, um, mate, how old are you, Otis? Uh, I'm 14. And Remy? Um, 12. 12, okay. So how does he, what what age groups were you surfing in then? I was surfing in the under-16s. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I surfed in the under-14s. That's my main event. And um, decided to step it up and try to go in the under-16s, and which worked out well. Sick, mate. Sweet. So uh, under sixteens and uh, and under fourteens, and then obviously, yeah, Remy, you you doubled up, mate. So, well, so pretty big waves there yesterday. What uh, size board were you riding, Remy? I was on a six footer, um, which goes really well. It's nice to paddle in and great to get into the waves and easy to turn because it's so narrow. Yeah, sick. That's a pretty big board for you, eh? Six footer, your biggest one? Yeah, that's my biggest, but just the gun for all the big waves around here. Yeah, sick. I mean, it was pretty much a big wave comp out there almost yesterday, wasn't it? Yeah, especially on Sunday. On Saturday, started off about 
three foot sets, yep. tripled in size. Sick. And, yeah. <laughs> and what about you, O-Dog? Uh, what size board were you on on Sunday? Oh, well, I was on a 6'2", the same kind of shape as Remy's, but just um, two inches bigger. And yeah, it went, went sick. Yeah, wicked. And uh, mate, did you guys cop any solid beatdowns or get caught inside or anything like that uh, yesterday specifically? Uh, I didn't get too smashed. I definitely threw on boards a couple of times, but yep. I didn't really remember any times when I was really in a bad spot. Yeah. What about you, uh, Dog? Yeah, it was a bit of a game of cat and mouse. You get out of the way of the big sets and come in for a little sneaky six-point or a seven-point ride, and then you set pretty much for the rest of the heat. Yeah, sick. And, uh, mate, you were in two two rounds, uh, two different divisions, so you must have been pretty tired. I mean, your groms have got endless energy, but uh, were you getting tired towards the end of the day when you were doing double double divisions? Yeah, definitely. The first day I had five to six heats, and then the second day four or five heats, and <laughs> even just walking up the main break, Mark's main break stairs just puffed me out. Sick. You must have been going to sleep in class today, were you? That's cool. Yeah, nearly. <laughs> yeah, but it was good luck, good um help from water ski um patrol australia yeah, yeah. perry hatchet kept taking me out when i get tired oh, in between heats you guys these little kids are living the dream are you surfing perfect six to eight foot margies offshore sunny and getting lifts back out on the ski yeah it's Sound, the dream life sounds like just another day with your dad to me he's uh northy's uh, uh jeff north their dad is uh been driving around the ski for years, hasn't he? Giving you lifts back out here, there, and everywhere. Yeah, up the X mouth and everything. Yeah, he goes goes all right, old Northy. And mate, um, you were the defending state champ, Otis, were you? Yeah, I won last the year? state champ last year and won mugs last year, so it was good to win it two years in a row from small last year as well to yeah. big this year. Yeah, sick. All right. So, how many more comps are there going to be this year for you to defend your title? Um, well, there's another one in Perth, I think it is, at Trigg. Yep. And then after that, there's another one at Geraldton at oh, Flat Rocks. So just the three? Yep. And uh, what's what's what do you get if you end up being the state champ? Is there a, a nationals or something that you go in? Yeah, well, top four it is usually go to the nationals, and I think it's going to be hold, held over in Queensland this year at Stradbroke. Oh, yeah. So that's going to be pretty cool to be able to get over there if I do well in the next... Comp or so. Because you're supposed to do that uh, last year, but COVID put the brakes on that and you had to do it all uh, via video and stuff, didn't you? Yeah, it was a video comp. Yeah, yeah, cool. How'd you go on that in the end? I can't remember what I placed. I think maybe oh, some, somewhere around ninth. Not Didn't do my best, but yep. um, yeah, it was a good experience to have my first video comp that I've been in. Yeah, yeah, no, it was a good format. At least they kept it going. That was something. And uh, what about you, Remy? Where'd you end up last year, mate? Can you remember? Oh, uh, in the um, state rankings, yep. I placed third in overall in WA, and yep. then in the video comp, I didn't do too well yep. because it's a video comp, and yep. I think I came seventeenth in the first round. Did your mum miss all your good ones or something on yeah, the camera? You know, always blame it on her. <laughs> <laughs> That's the way. Yeah, classic. So, um, mate, it was probably some of the biggest waves ever surfed for a junior comp um, that anybody in recent memory, would that be fair to say, you reckon, were people making those sorts of calls? Yeah, 100%. Definitely bigger than Perth and Mandra. And Geraldton has its size, but nowhere near the size of Marg's main break and nowhere near as heavy as that big beast of a wave. <laughs> yeah, for sure. O-Dog? Oh, yeah, I'd, I'd have love to thank Justin Majex and all the Surfing WA crew for being able to hold out at Marg's because 
most of the comps are held at smaller waves and it's great to be able to have a comp where it's held at slightly well, not slightly, but bigger waves. <laughs> Heaps bigger waves. Yeah, bigger yeah, it was, waves. Mate, it was an honest eight foot by anyone's standards on the sets out there, so it's pretty sick. Um, mate, how did all the little girls and that go, and, and, and kids even younger, than, or were you the youngest division out there, Remy, yesterday? or? Oh, there was an under-12s division, <laughs> which was with Cam Spencer and Cruz Uros, yeah. um, and all of those little grums from down here in Margs, but they only surfed the first day. Yep. Um, they adjusted, and all the teams from WA tried to figure that out so they didn't have to surf the big day tomorrow. Oh, they saw the swell forecast and got all the extra young ones out there and got it, got them run and done, did they? Yeah, yeah. pretty much. And oh, my 14s also got run and done the first day, but I was oh, lucky yeah. to make it through my first heat of the 16s yep. and surf the next day. Cool. And was that the same for the girls? They got all the 12s and the 14s out of the way on the Saturday? Uh, yeah, definitely. That's pretty much all that happened. Sick. And, mate, some of those chicks chicks are ripping, eh? Like, um, uh, I know that Ruby Berry, I don't know how old she is, but, God damn, she was charging down at the Classic that year when it was big and ugly. And uh, did she win her division this year? Surely. Um, no, I think Willow Hardy came out with the wins for from the 14s and oh, the 16s and 18s, I think. Oh, yeah? Yeah, 16s yep. and 18s. She, I think she scored a perfect 10 as well. Did she? On the second day, yeah, it was big and all the girls went out there. All the Sick. 16s and 18 girls, it was great. And um, yeah, I think Ruby Berry's maybe a bit younger, but anyway, we can look up the results uh, later on and um, yeah, we'll get T-Bone onto that one. He's our stats man. But um, mate, so who was ripping? Out, out, that you really stood out for you. Obviously, you were ripping, eh, dog? You won. But uh, when you were looking around, who who was blowing up and maybe in the next division up or who, who shone out for you? Oh, well, a lot of the older boys surfed really well. Um, Ash Spencer, I thought he surfed really good. And obviously, George as well, taking it out. Yep. Um, George Simpson, is that? Yeah, George yep. Simpson. So he took out the under-18s, did he? Yeah, under-18s. Yep. And also, Mia Scott, um, she surfed really well and... Yeah, she gave it a really got hot go, and along with her brother, um, who also got a big flogging in my one of my heats, really? um, fell from top to bottom out the back on the back ledge. Tom Scott. Oh, sick! And mate, in uh, your final O dog, was there a young Wilcox there? Is that Jacob Wilcox relation or? No, it was me, uh, Jesse Shedmagrosky, uh, my brother Remy, and Ned Hart. Oh, okay. Yeah, cool. And uh, so, what about you, Remy? Who was who was ripping for you? Who stood out for you? Oh, definitely um, Tom Scott and Mia Scott, as I just talked about. Yeah. But I think um, Cruz Spencer, uh, Cruz Euros gave it a really good go. Just got a lot of good waves, and yeah, ended up in the finals. I think so. And yep. yeah, get, got a good place. Yeah, sick. All right, and uh, mates, Otis, who is your hardest competitor? Are you probably competing against a lot of these guys pretty regularly? Um, who's the hardest for you that you've come up against time and time again? Um, oh, I've got to say Macklin Flynn is, is one of my best friends and also one of my biggest rivals and pushes me in every way surfing. Yeah, cool. All right, that's good. And what about you, R-Dog? Who's your nemesis, mates? Oh, I'd probably be Maverick Wilson, also my good mate. Um, yep. He's a couple, six months older than me, but we go head-to-head in pretty much most finals and um, come close, and I've beaten him, he beats me, and it's just a two-way. Yeah, sick. And uh, did anyone get any filthy barrels? Um, I think, yeah, Jesse um, 
my mate in my division got a little barrel. I, I wasn't there to see it, but everyone was talking it up and he almost came out and then I think the lip had clipped him at the last second. But apart from that, that's all the barrels I saw, apart yeah. from box as well. Spitting. Oh, yeah. <laughs> a few few people taking the box on or was the tides wrong? Oh, tide was very low and, yeah, um, yeah look, just big barrels. Couple, most of them weren't makeable, but a couple of them just spat their guts out. Yeah, sick. Um, all right, so when's the, uh, when's the next uh, comp happening, mate? In Is it Jero or Triggs? And when's that happening? Uh, well, the next state round will be Triggs. Um, and, yeah, looking forward to that. And then after that, of course, Geraldton. Yep. How far off is Triggs, do you know? Uh, no, I think it's... months or something. I think it was... I think they've rescheduled the date. Oh, yeah. But I don't know when it is now. And are you guys frothing for the uh, the WCT to come to town down at Margie's? Yeah, that's... I don't know if... Is it at Margie's? Yeah, it's Margie's and Rottnest. Oh, yeah. Well, that's going to be sick. Yeah. Um, yep. That's going to be cool to see how they go out at Rottnest because I've never heard of a comp being out there. And, yeah, I love the Margs, um WSL coming here. It's, it's great. So much good surfers around. Yeah, I'm sure they'll send you guys to Rottnest one day because they used to do heaps of state rounds over there at Strico. So you guys would love it over there. It, um, all right, mate. Well, uh, so pretty sick day all round. Um, some pretty big bombs going down. Lots of grom froth. You guys are totally knackered. Uh, I'm pretty sure you're pretty keen to have an early night tonight. But, um, mate, just finally, you want to shout out to a couple of your sponsors who, who who's helping you out. You got a, you guys have got a few sponsors, and you guys are competing quite a lot. Your mum and dad are running you around left, right, and centre. There's always a bloody junior comp on these days, and... Uh, and they're pretty motivated to get you out there. So you guys are pretty busy. You're working pretty hard and you surf all the time. So who's who's got your back? Well, mostly mum and dad, of course. They're yep. great. Help <laughs> us with everything. Um, massive thanks to my, uh, my me and Remy sponsor, Rusty Australia. They they do everything for us. They're, they're great to us and we have a lot of gratitude towards them for everything they help us with. Sick. They're our surfboards and clothing brand. Um, then XL, we get... Great stuff from them. Love their wetsuits. They yep. supply us with all the wetsuits and Sick. also Dekine giving us grips, board bags, all the key essentials like leg ropes and all that. Oh, wow. Awesome. You guys and are loaded. If only you're a bit bigger in my size, I could pinch some of this stuff off you, but even your board bags aren't going to fit my bag. So yeah. your leg ropes are going to be too thin. Your wetties are too small. Your jumper's too small. Mate, you guys need to put on a pa- few pounds so you can sling old Uncle Adzi a few freebies. Yeah, well, we got Sunbum as well, so maybe a couple of sticks of um, sunblock and all that kind of good stuff from Sunbum as well. Yeah, cool. Oh, epic. All right, boys. Well, thanks for coming in and giving us the skinny on the uh, state round at Margie. Sound like it was a pumping day. Uh, we'll get you guys back in here um, plenty more in the future because you're only just across the paddock. You're our neighbour, so... Um, yeah, we'll get you in for the lowdown. Good luck with the next comp and keep up the good work, boys. You. Yeah, cheers, Adzi. See you, mate. See you, Ads. See you, Remy. So there you have it from the Northy boys. The uh, Margaret River event for the WA Junior Titles was held in epic surf. Uh, well done to Surfing WA for getting them out there in quite possibly the biggest surf that uh, Australia-wide that probably any junior comp uh, has ever seen or likely to see. Um, so well done to Surfing WA for getting them out there, um, keeping them safe and uh, and making sure everyone had a good time. So the winners were under 18, George Simpson and Willow Hardy. Under 16s were Otis North and Willow Hardy again. 
Uh, under 14s was Mav Wilson and Olive Hardy. So the Hardy girls really dominating the first comp there at Margie's. And under 12 to Ace Flynn. Well done to everyone involved. And uh, yeah, the future of WA Serpents looking like it's in good hands. Hey everybody, it's Goat Pell, and you're listening to Barreled Surf Podcast. Sitting in the shed today with uh, a local surfing frother, a uh, producer of Japanese good food, and a man who's aspiring to create an artificial wave in Bunbury. Troy, how you going, mate? Hello, Adzi. I'm well, mate. We're yeah. actually face-to-face. Yeah. And yeah. I'm, having, I'm having a cheeky monkey IPA Indian pale ale. Jeez, look at this. Look at the percentage on that and yeah it's nice too <laughs> you did say you wanted a stiff one but, uh, <laughs> so mate um yeah we got you in just to talk about your project that's been going for a while now what uh, sort of two or three years in the making i'm, I'm guessing which is um an, yeah. an artificial wave on the back beach of bunbury is that right yeah probably 10 years um in the kind of like in the in the froth and the and the thinking and the furriness of it but like probably three years maybe four years in Real, real work. Um, after t- after not really wanting to take on a project like this because we had yep. already got another business. Yeah, <laughs> and um, so it's been about three years, and we and we've moved to Bunbury to make sure we get it right. Yeah, yeah. I remember you telling me that, and I was I was quite surprised because you've got a busy, successful little business down here in mm. Dunsborough. When you told me you'd uh, moved to Bunbury purely to <laughs> uh, dedicate yourself to the cause of creating it, I was like, wow, that's a pretty solid effort. Did you really think that? What's that? Did you really think that like, that was pretty solid effort? Yeah, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Mate, well, you moved, you moved it's to a solid effort to move to Bunbury, I tell you. <laughs> exactly, mate. Why would you leave Dunsborough for Bunbury? So, mm. no uh, offence to anyone in Bunbury, no. but obviously, you know, we've got better waves down here. And uh, yeah. so, no, you're dedicated to the cause. So, yeah. um, mates, where, where are we at? What, what's going on with it? I'm glad you asked. Well, look, we, um, a lot of people just thought, think we just taught, we just chucked it out there and tore a hole in it and, you know, and... So, so before we go, let's just quickly rewind. You, you've actually already got one in the water. You tried to get one in the water. It was all off the ground, um, and you're about to install it, or you're in the process of installing it. And and what happened? So what we did, we um, we, we we did some tank. We did some. We, we dug a uh, we dug a um, a dam, or a small dam, in our backyard. In, okay. In, on our property, and we, and we it was a little muddy test pond, and we and we thought, you know what, we could test it until the cows come home. But you've got to get in the in the ocean. Yeah. So I found a manufacturer overseas. We we sent back and forwards and plans. It, long story short, it landed on it. The the rubber bladder landed in Bunbury yep. on the dock, right. right? As it were, and then we put it in the ocean. Uh, we filled it with 140 tons of sand until it was completely full, 95% successful. And then on the fourth day of install, we had a small tear in one of the back one of the back seams. Right. So, um, but we had it fully installed. A, a little wave broke on it. Um, we a little swell turned up, and it oh, was you know, it was quite exciting actually. Yeah, it I looked bet. amazing underwater. It looked amazing. It had the city of Bunbury logo on it. All that stuff. Oh right. It so was all the fruit. So is it full of sand or air or? It's full of sand. Full of sand. Yeah. yeah right. Why is it called air wave? Well, it's got a little bit of air on top. So oh, when okay. you're first filling it, it's like a it's like a circus tent. You've got to have a center pole. Yeah. So the center po- pole is actually the bubble inside it, which which keeps it in shape while you're filling it. Right. So it keeps it in the in the proper shape. Otherwise, the sand will blow out one side and all that kind of stuff. And there's a few internal bladders that we use. Yeah. So everything, all the systems, all the engineering systems that we had to come up with, we all worked perfectly. Yeah, right. So it was a major success um, when it came to getting the thing in the water. Yeah. So what we what we found out now is that we have to make it out of a different um, a different substance, a different rubber. Right. And we have to weld it instead of glue it. Okay. And then we have a fail-safe device. So we're very yeah. close. Yeah, awesome. Mm. Um, and how is it anchored to the 
seafloor or is it just the sand that's that's holding it down 140 tons of sand in the bag yeah. just so it just sits there in the sand that's it just yeah. and what, with, mm. what about like you know when you put your foot in the water in the shoreline yeah and, and the and the water takes away the sand around the edge of your foot and stuff like that and, yeah. and you ends up slowly sinking down is there anything yeah. like Ima- that, that I, imagine if your foot was two foot round yeah and then what then what would what would kind of happen with your feet then you get a little bit of you get a little bit of scalloping on the edge of your feet yeah but generally speaking it it it's it's the 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 problem's only on the edge of your foot. Oh, yeah. When you've got a when you've got a thirteen meter round footprint, yep. with only a one point four meter high height, it's a little more like a mollusk. It kind of yeah, it, cool. it does that. Um, there'll be a little bit of flap, but yep. I think it'll it'll endure that that sinking. Yeah, cool. You know, fear. That's awesome. Mm. So you said uh, what was it? Thirteen meters is that the mm. the length of the whole um, balloon? Yeah, it's perfectly round, Adzi. Oh, perfectly round. Okay, perfectly round. Yeah. It's, it's like so it thirteen like meter diameter. diameter. Yeah, bit, yep. bit abrupt at the back, which yep. make, which makes makes the wave break. Jack it up, and then we put it in. We put it in around about two two point eight meters of water at, at half tide. Yeah, um, and it's about forty meters off the beach. Oh yeah. So it's a bit. So it makes the wave break at a peak. Yeah. And then because it's coming into shallow water, it make, make, it continues peeling through. Yeah. Cool. Mm-hmm. So it's going to be like a effectively create a peak out the back. So you're not really surfing over the balloon the whole time um you're hoping that you'll be it'll create shape and you'll be surfing over the balloon say half the wave and mm-hmm. then it'll run into a natural sand formation off that is that 100 percent? yeah you, sick. what you're doing you're instigating an a-frame which yep. instigates a throw and then you've got a peel pattern off that you've got a peel effect off that and then because you're coming into shallow water that peel effect and that new swell direction makes yep. makes the wave wall and barrel all the way through yeah right sick and mm. mate um what sort of wave is it? Is it going to be? Is it adjustable, or can you make it shallower, deeper? Is it going to be a, a barreling wave on the peak, or, or what do you, do you? Or is it too hard to say until it's oh, in? I think it, like it's a one size fits all. So basically, it's a little feature that actually makes something makes a makes a thr- uh, makes a peak. So it's like I call it the bombora effect. Sick. So you have I love a, bomb- a good bomby. Yeah, the bomby. Yeah. yeah. So you're putting a bomby on the beach. Yeah. To make shit happen, to stop it closing out and making it making it break in one spot. Yeah. Off the beach. Yeah, cool. And you, we all know what happens when you make a wave break in one spot off the beach. You get a bit of excitement. Yeah. Exactly. So, so, so it'll the, the effect that it has will change per location. But yep. it's still going to be an effect. Yeah. Which see. is good. Yeah, cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I guess, yeah, you're not really going to know until until you see a, a swell breaking on it exactly what shape it's going to be, whether it just tubes too hard at the start or, um, yeah, I guess it's pretty hard to know until you see it in action, isn't it? Well, I tell you, I'm, I'm excited. Yeah, you know, just a minute. If you know, we, we've all sat just behind a re- like Smith Smith Reef, right? We're sitting sitting behind Smith Reef, and you can feel you can see the swell coming in. It see you see it on the indicator, and then it wraps around, and then it goes, and it sucks on that little on that little point. And yeah. you know, Smith Reef is really quite a bit of a mush burger when it's small. Yeah, but you love that sucky bit. So yeah. so it gives you that sucky bit. But what it's doing is putting that the back edge of Smith Reef. Only forty meters off the beach instead of a hundred. Yeah. So yep. it's, once it once it does the suck bit, it yep. comes into shallow water and keeps peeling. Keeps peeling. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Cool. And um, I'm excited about yeah, it. Yeah, mate. I, I'm excited. I think it's <laughs> a great idea. Up, yeah. Six point five percent. Yeah. Yeah. yeah two sips it. in and you're excited. <laughs> <laughs> it's all right, mate. Um, yeah. So no, it's it's interesting. Um, the whole concept, and mm. I think it's a good thing. And mate, Bunbury. It doesn't get a heap of swell, but it gets enough swell. Yeah, and it definitely lack is lacking in setups, and um, you know there's a couple of little waves there, but 
uh, it'd be good to have somewhere really consistent for everyone to go there, and it it'd really um, add a great dimension to mm. being a surfer living there. That's 100%. for sure. I feel sorry for uh, the surfers of Bunbury Edzi. Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> heard of some good little setups there on the right swells, but. Um, yeah, more often than not, they'd be driving down here most of the time, you know. So, <laughs> you know that they hear here all yeah, the time. <laughs> exactly. And mate, do you have any idea of the longevity of of the balloon? Like, if it was to go in and be a success, uh, how long do you think it would last? Does it need maintenance or no? No. So the the pe- the people that are gonna the, the the rubber it's made out of is a, a TPU, which is a th- which is a urethane, which is a very strong new age rubber yep. um, with, with an internal weave. Um, and once, it gets a, once, it's, once it's installed and it gets a little bit of marine fouling, a.k.a. Um, sunscreen, yep. there's nothing that can really hurt the rubber. Right. So, and the rubber's quite strong. So obviously if you get someone who comes out there and you know, someone who's not as smart as the average pickle, Yep. And comes out with a knife and kind of tries to gut it. You can't, you can't engineer it against that. You know? No, yeah, right. Pickle fact is not. Yeah, jeez, yeah, that'd be rough. You'd have to be yeah. a donkey, wouldn't you? Yeah, and you can yeah. imagine like set of flippers, goggles on. You yeah. know, very motivated, got a knife. Yeah, right. You might get picked up on the beach by somebody. You know. Yeah, so, right. Hard to get away with. So yeah, but definitely to answer your question, probably indefinitely, probably yep. 15, 20 years. Yeah, oh, that's least. good. Yeah, that's a that's pretty good um, lifespan out of it and. Yeah, for yeah, sure. And like, the retail price is is about four hundred and fifty US k, four hundred fifty grand US. Yeah, which puts it in you know affordable range of a lot of you know resorts, councils, all that kind of stuff. Yeah, so cool. And that's installed. That's installed. That, that price. Installed. Yeah. And I make money out of that too. I was about to say, you make twenty bucks on that, or what? Make twenty. I make enough money to buy a bloody cheeky monkey brewing company. A couple of those. Yeah, classic. No, there's, there's a profit in it. Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. I mean that's the aim, isn't it? Hundred um, percent. Yeah, and we're getting orders at the moment. Oh yeah, really? Yeah. How yeah, many so orders you got? Well, I've got probably four or five potential orders once we prove concept. Whereabouts? Um, well, uh, a German company that's doing a doing a resort in Mexico. Um, resort in Mexico, Russia. What on the Pacific side or the other side? On the west side. West, yeah, Pacific. Pacific. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Well, they, geez, they don't, mate. They don't need any setups. They got mental setups yeah. everywhere. This is, a, yeah, this is a little kind of bay. So you know how most of them are right point breaks. Yeah. This is a bay that goes the other way, so it's a protected bay. Oh yeah, cool. So it gets a little bit of, it gets about forty percent of the predominant swell. Yeah, yeah. And they want to, and it's, it's for kind of rich people. The resort. Yeah. yeah. The Germans, you know. The Germans, the cool. Germans. So and yeah. Where, so, where else? Uh, Mediterranean, oh, landlocked. Yeah. You know, but like they get, they have a, they have wind swell. Short period windswell. Yeah, but it, those are those are some of the places, those resort style places. Yeah, know, yeah, um, for sure. Are getting really in, quite interested in it. So, you know, um, we know I, I know it's got legs. Yeah. Um, whether it can withstand like eighty percent, like swell that that uh, say rabbits gets, I doubt it. I, I wouldn't want yeah. to put it there. But something no. like the north, the south end of Smiths would be kind of cool. Miller, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Eagle Bay, those yeah. kind of places are pretty cool. For yeah, it. where it's just mm. yeah, sort of uh, yeah, not quite the. I mean, yeah, you don't want the full brunt of a. Uh, a West Australia exposed coast or a North Shore Hawaii or something, mate. I mean, they mm. they knock buildings over those yeah. ways. So it's actually it's surprising. Only the mad dogs down here actually want to get in the way of those kind of swells, anyway. Yeah, so. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And um, mate, is it adjustable at all? Like no. Once it's in, that's it. No. So no. if it goes in and the depth is is just like, what if it's what if it? I don't know. Sometime by the sand settles or something. It's say five hundred mil too deep or something. Is there any way you could? prop it up or, or no, what we, change we, it we can move way? it so what you, we, we can hyper siphon which means we put a we put a pipe down and then we blow a, blow a, um, a high pressure across the pipe at, at right angles and it venturis all the sand out like a vacuum oh, yeah. Yeah. 
and then we can pump air into it and then and float it and then move it and drop it and then refill it. So oh, right, it's, cool. it's definitely uh, possible to move them. Oh, right. Oh, know, that's within, cool. Within, within, you know, yeah. within 18, like 12 to 18 months. Otherwise, they get a bit of marine fouling and you, and you, you, know, you yeah. can't move them easily. Yeah, right. But within you know, 6 to 12 months, you can move them. Be pretty. Uh, you'd have to think it'd be a pretty nice uh, if you wiped out and on takeoff, got pole driven into it, it. You'd think it'd be a little bit cushy, wouldn't you? It'd be it's a bit, bit, bit nicer yeah. than hitting the reef, surely. It's cushier than kind of running into one of Todd Branson's calf muscles, <laughs> and it's kind of uh, and it's definitely cushier than like back of Smith's reef or you know. Yeah. We're talking about, but we were talking about the other day that bloody what thing with a cheese grater on it. Where's oh that? yeah, no, don't mention that. It's my favourite. Oh yeah, right in front of that. <laughs> yeah, it's not nice there, but yeah, it's definitely cushier than that and smooth. There's yeah. no, there's no rough edges on it, you know. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, I, it's it's definitely safer, and it's a, it's a predictable takeoff spot. You know? Yeah, yeah, awesome. And um, mate, uh, so where are you at with the new one then? What's what's happening? Round two. I remember seeing on the news uh, maybe a month or two ago that um, yeah, it was it was having a resurgence, and the city of Bunbury was still behind you, and you obviously had mm. that malfunction first time around. Mm. When's when when can we see it in action? What, okay, what, what are you thinking? So um. First of all, malfunction. Yeah, look, you've got to break prototypes. Yeah, oh, so, for sure. Um, First time. I mean, we're, looking yeah. for, we're looking for we're looking for actually some investment. I'd be mad to think that I spend my own money on this. Yeah, for so sure. We're looking for a suitable investor who's motivated to come along and enjoy the journey because we're very close for success. Yeah, right. So we need about two hundred k just to put the next one in. Yep. And because city one, city of Bunbury is still behind this second one, aren't they? Oh, 100%. Or, or have you used up their funding on the first one? You know, for for a city to kind of go out on a limb and and, and for something as as out there as and and for, from an innovation point of view, this is pretty out there. Yeah. Um, yeah. For a city to kind of come on board, it's pretty strong. Yeah. But I don't. I. But it, it's it's asking them to go to a different level to kind of put more money in. Yeah. Um, yeah. So my job is to kind of go out and go and find some extra investment. Yeah. But for a lot of the investors out there, we're 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 a pretty good bet. Yeah. At the moment. So yeah, cool. I'd encourage people to kind of get on board and, and at least give me a call. Yeah. Because I I can um I'm good at talking about it. Yeah, yeah sweet. And and I think we're February uh, Jan Feb 2022 is when we're putting the next one in. So. Oh yeah. So about uh, just just under a year, hopefully. Yeah. 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 And, and then and then once it's in, uh, mates and fingers crossed, it's all good. What happens? Is there a big party on the beach, or is there a grand opening, or you got someone lined up to get the very first wave? Is it going to be you? What's what's going to happen? Well, it's probably going to be me. Raffle it off, mate. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'd like to raffle it now for money. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. That's <laughs> what I'm getting at. That's <laughs> <laughs> what I'm getting at. Either that, or, or yeah, or, or you write <laughs> it yourself. Um, no, I, look, I I reckon who's who would I, who would I who would on my bucket list to write it would be probably. Bobby Mar- Martinez. Bobby Martinez? Yeah. Controversial. 100%. I think he'd be the dude. If I <laughs> right. put out an invite. Okay. Well, Bobby. he spends most of his time on the East Coast of Oz these days. So Does he? Yeah, yeah. I'm pretty sure he lives over there. I've, I've done two trips over there in the last couple of years. He's been there both times. Is he married? Yep. He's all an Aussie bird, which God. is why he's over there. Lucky bar- lucky, lucky person. Yeah, yeah. Girl, I mean. Oh, really? I'm a fan. I'm a fan oh, you got a thing for Bobby? Bobby? Oh, yeah. <laughs> that, that tennis tour thing? You know, that tennis oh, yeah, tour? yeah, yeah. Mate, love yeah. it. Oh, for sure. Loved it. Yeah. Up the fucking swellians, mate. It's, the, it's in their opening blur- blob, you know? Yes, yeah. 100%. Yeah, classic. So what was the question? Uh, yeah, no, yeah, no when is it going to be open and, yeah, we're going to have a party or, or what's yeah, going on? Yeah, what, how much excuse do you need for a party, Adzi? Not a lot. Yeah, so yeah. If, it, if it works, I'll be inviting all the people from up here, sorry, Unreal. down here, up there. I'd, I'd love to surf an artificial wave. I've never done it. Um, I was a teenager when they put that one in 
Cottesloe in oh, Perth, yeah, uh, yeah. but I just never surfed it because it always looked really, really crowded and it was small. And uh, but it's still going now. So um, I've well, never seen it. Never seen it. I've seen it. Yeah, and the thing is, it needs a lot of swell to break. Um, well, I just didn't surf it. I, I don't know. It just seemed crowded. And I was always going somewhere else. And then I, I chuffed off pretty early um, once I got my license and came down here. But um, <laughs> what, what did they make that one out of? Do you know? It was limestone. Leftover limestone from, from I think, I think don't quote me, but from the Mindari. Um, oh, yeah. Mindari? Yeah, the Mindari yeah. Keys yeah, uh, yeah. Yeah. work. Yeah. I think they had a bit of leftover stuff. Oh, right. And cool. I thought, well, you know, why don't you put it over here? So, they just, so it's just big limestone blocks, effectively. Yeah. 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 Cool. And I... You know, that seems easy and cheap. It's, it's I mean, easy. I have no idea, but if it's still there and working, why mm. don't people do it more I often? I think that's the future. I think the future is they're going to be using limestone and rock yep. in close, right? Like so, they're going to so they so instead of having groins yep. per se, they're going to put underwater groins that do almost the same thing. They might, yep. might come out of the water a little bit, but yep. they slope off and they triangular groins, and you're going to oh, yeah. and you got a wave. Yeah, cool. You know, so that's the future, I reckon, for for groins and surf reefs yeah right sick mm. all right mate well um yeah that's pretty exciting thanks for coming in um mm. has you got anything more that you want to want to talk about with, in regards to it i'm 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 pretty stoked i'm wishing you all the best and thanks, mate. mate if there's an artificial wave up there i'll 100 percent go up and surf it just for the novelty of it you know like we're living in this weird and wonderful time of surfing with all sorts of wave pools and all sorts of things going on. It seems like everyone's more focused on waves pools now than mm. than artificial reefs. Um, mm. But yeah, mate, get them all happening: natural ones, artificial ones, wave pools, and yeah, it's pretty, pretty I exciting. Think, I think there's only a certain amount of um, a certain amount of waves that, that humans, that nature can sustain. I think we're at, at peak peak use. You know, even the, in the even the mints are full now. The mentowies and, yeah. and Mel, the Maldives is filling up. Oh, even yeah. the middle, even the central atolls is filling up. So every, yeah. everywhere is filling up. Yeah, bloody Google's just blowing the, blowing the whistle on all all these new spots. Yeah, you got to go a pretty long way to to get an empty wave. Oh, maybe the west coast of Africa or something like that. 100%. You know, it's yeah, pretty gnarly. What's, what's that other one? There's a there's another one. What is it? It's um, not Nicaragua. The other one, Angola. Yeah, yeah, Angola that's right. Like, Up that coast. Yeah, geez. so there is waves, but geez, you, you know, we're talking major missions to get there. Lots of money and time and be nice to have a few more accessible ones uh, that you could quickly sneak out to after work and mm. maintain your, a healthy surfing lifestyle and, and still be at work instead of, you know, having to go on a two-month holiday and risking life and limb, which is still oh, fun, which yeah, is still great. Yeah. But, uh, mate, <laughs> well, let's have it all, yeah, I reckon. 100%. Definitely. Yeah, sick. All right, mate. Well, best of luck with it there, Troy. Thanks, um, we'll be following it closely, uh, obviously, down here. Um, and, yeah, look forward to going out there and bloody... Poo scotting me way through a little tube. That'd be sick. <laughs> 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 okay, thanks, Azzy. Nice one. Thanks. Thank